All right, today I want to compare and contrast how men and women are uh, treated by the criminal justice system. Now, keep in mind, this is in America, but I will say that these trends, uh, social trends, often start in America. So I would say that, you know, with some things you don't want to pay attention to other countries. So if you're not in America, for example, but in other cases, you need to watch because these trends, they, they, they kind of begin and they develop. And when they come to where you are, it always is very, it's, it's very, it's already a solidified system that kind of hits you. And so it's very worthwhile to pay attention to these kind of trends. And how men and women are treated uh, differently by a criminal justice system is, I, I, I think it's a very, it's a travesty. It's one of the uh, main drivers of the men's rights movement, is the unfairness. Now, keep in mind that while men, the men's rights movement is basically called crybabies and uh, essentially said they don't have any, uh, they have privilege and they have no rights. They have no right to ask for more, basically. You know, they're already getting privileged, so that's a given. But uh, let's look at how people are treated by the criminal justice system. So, a uh, lawsuit claims police tased man 15 times naked while naked in need of medical attention. Okay, Fernando Octavio uh, Rodriguez, 24 years old, very young man, died a few days ago following his 2019 encounter with police. Uh, disturbing video. Okay. Uh, okay, this man was tased several times. Okay, uh, tased 15 times. He was tased 15 times. Uh, what was he doing? He was, uh, let's see, appeared to make jokes. Uh, oh, officers appeared to make jokes uh, while trying to get him medical attention. What was he doing? Rodriguez was naked walking down Oak Street when he encountered police. The lawsuit alleges that police and officers violated his rights and wrongfully caused his death. And I think it's pretty obvious that's what happened. Uh, Roger Pate, uh, let's see here. He was coming back from a music festival. So obviously he had been partying. He was having a good time. And he was walking around naked. Uh, now, he wasn't... I chose this article because, one, he was young. He was young and he was drunk, obviously. He was probably smoking weed, whatever he was doing. He he wasn't violent, so he wasn't on, like, bath salts or, you know, he wasn't assaulting people or anything like that. He was just walking down the street after a music festival, and he was naked. Okay, so the video begins with officers yelling and one pointing a taser, telling Rodriguez to get on the ground. Rodriguez uh, turned around and said something to the officer. Okay, uh, uh, basically, you wish, put your hands behind your back, Uh Eventually, Rodriguez is tased and screams and falls to the ground. Officer, put your hands behind your back. Second officer, you're going to get it again. Tased Rodriguez again and then repeatedly told him to roll over in his stomach. Now, keep in mind, he has not done anything. He is just coming back from a music festival and he is naked. That's it. He's walking down the street. Um, and you see this. You see uh, naked bike rides. You know, I, there was a huge naked bike ride here in Boston last time I was here. I mean, completely naked, guys and girls. So, I mean, this is not, what he was doing was not not so unusual. And I bet you, I can almost suspect, I've been to music festivals before. Pretty common to see something like this, either men or women, after a music festival. So he's on the ground now. He hasn't done anything violent. 
he hasn't even been accused of anything violent. So he he hasn't even like swung at the officers or yelled. You know what I mean? He just basically is he's minding his own business, and he's and and the officers are tasing him. Right? Roll on your stomach so we can get you in the ambulance. Roll on your stomach. I'm about to hit you again. So you must have been hit also. Uh, you want it again? Roll over. Get on your stomach. Get on. Rodriguez screams again as the sound of a taser goes off. Now keep in mind. He's naked and he's getting tased. That is going to be painful. The video goes on. Police struggle to put Rodriguez's arms behind his back. The police issue threats uh, and said, dude, if you bite me, I'm going to kick your teeth out. Now, he didn't, uh, If it, the officer didn't allege that he bit him. He just said, if you bite me, I'm going to kick your teeth out. I'll break your arms. I'll break his arm. He ain't getting up. Okay, so now they... This guy has done nothing, and they are saying, if you do this, then I'm going to kick your teeth out. I don't know what part of the criminal justice system that is or you know rights you have when you're being arrested. That right there, I'm going to kick your teeth out. I'll break your arm. Uh, later on, two officers laughed at the situation. Can you believe that I've done this this long, and this is my first naked man? So... Welcome to Imagine Fest. That was the festival the guy had been to, right? Police continued to kneel on his back and arms, ordered him to put his head behind his back. Rodriguez can be heard crying. Eventually, somebody on the scene can be heard saying, are you still there, brother? Calling him brother now. And someone replied, he's holding his breath. Don't relax on him too much. Actually, another officer at the scene, actually, he's quit breathing. So this is a man with privilege and... He's being treated, uh, obviously, very well uh, by the officers here. You know, we, we hear this in the media a lot. Okay. And then one reply with the statement, are you serious? Wake your butt up. Uh, moments later, another officer makes another statement. I just want, I just didn't want to have to beat the boy to death. Remember what happened with the last one. Okay. So here's the seriousness that uh, officers uh, have when... It's a man. Okay. Okay. So now keep in mind, this guy's not breathing. He's been tased. He hasn't done anything. He was walking down the street after a music festival. And now he's been tased 15 times. He's been hit. He's been threatened to have his teeth kicked out and his arm broken. And the officers are on top of him. Uh, let's see here. Paramedics arrived. Uh, blah, blah. Do you feel pretty defibrillated okay and two rounds of epinephrine and which helped him to regain a pulse so he is now dying okay so he's dying he was taken to the hospital uh he was suffering from respiratory failure renal failure anorexic brain injury and other medical injuries he died a few days later so this is this is the treatment this is the privilege this man had he had the privilege to get on the way home from a music festival, uh, respiratory failure, renal failure, anorexic brain injury, and other medical issues. Other medical issues. I wonder what that is. Other medical issues. That's obviously he was hit, right? So broken nose, probably these type of things, right? Uh, he died a few days later. According to the lawsuit, they were aware that Rodriguez had stopped breathing. So he had the privilege of stopping breathing but they continued to pin him down on the ground for several minutes. 
they ruled the death a homicide uh, as as a result of asphyxia due to physical restraint in prone position and compression of chest. Okay, so, and those those officers were laughing about it. Uh, this was a big right, joke. So uh, let's go back to, now I want to talk about today's news. And we have a woman, a kind of similar story, uh, and let's see how she was treated. So this is the smoking gun. Uh, naked woman busted for skinny dipping in stranger's pool. So kind of similar thing on the surface. Actually, she was doing much worse things. We'll see later in this article. But anyway, uh, it starts out kind of similar. I, I wanted to find the most the, the most similar thing. Like th this guy was a happy-go-lucky um, music festival guy. He's naked. Obviously, he's wasted, you know, and he's he's naked, right? But he didn't do anything, even when he was being murdered by the police. He didn't do anything. The guy didn't do anything. He didn't, he didn't even like, yeah, he didn't even like verbally assault the officers. Uh, the worst he said is, the guy said, get on, get on the ground. He said, you wish. That was the worst thing he did. Okay, so here we go. Here's the picture. Now, instead of, is, is there's two officers there. Now, are they shooting her? No. Are they tasing her? No. Uh, let's see, what are they doing? Um, the officer on the right is looking away. Why Why in hell would you look away from somebody you're arresting? You know, because people that are being arrested are unpredictable. Uh, men and women, they're unpredictable. They can throw things, they can pull you in the pool, they can hit you, they can have a hidden gun, uh, they can do all kinds of things, uh, and, and, and they can have a weapon, uh, but... So it's pretty, I mean, I have pretty common sense that you would look at who you're arresting. But why is he not looking? He's not looking because she's naked, obviously. So he's giving respect. And he's even standing kind of submissive. He's in the gentleman pose. He's got the gentleman pose. Okay, what's the other officer doing? Is he, is he shooting her? No. He's basically just holding up her clothes. We find out later those are her clothes. And he's looking at her and discussing the situation with her okay so a retiree returned home and a naked woman he found a naked woman skinny dipping in his pool uh james clark night 69 returned home found some clothes and he found out they were belonged to a naked female in the white female in the pool now in many situations she wouldn't even be arrested uh it's kind of common knowledge that if she was young and pretty that they wouldn't even arrest her. Uh, there's there's kind of a joke. I was telling the story to another a friend of mine this morning, and uh, he was saying that they have this joke like, like guilty not guilty. So basically, they were looking through news articles, and whenever a teacher would sleep with students, the prettier she was, the more she was found not guilty, right? And uh, then so they have this joke that 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 whenever these two guys are married, so whenever their wives are around. They don't say uh, she was hot or not. You know, they just say guilty or not guilty. And that that basically, that's their inside joke that they know that she was hot, right? She's not guilty, right? So they're like, oh, not guilty? Okay, you know. So basically, it's so common knowledge now is uh, obviously this woman is past her prime. She's guilty. So, uh, you know, she she uh, she broke that law of, she she broke the law of breaking the law while, you know, not hot. 
Not not now. I would say she probably was hot. This woman here, I think she was pretty hot in the past, uh, but now she's not hot. So they uh, arrested her, found her uh, guilty, right? But also, I do want to say I want to put a little interjection here, guys. There's a lot of talk about the wall, and there's a lot about joking about women past their prime, and I talk about the wall, and I also talk about aging and it's very easy to misinterpret what i said in my my videos are long and they're complex if you want to misinterpret them it's very easy to do but i will tell you the spirit uh, with which i talk about this stuff i want to say first that we all age okay everybody ages and everybody dies so you got to be careful about laughing about people aging because i mean we all age and we all you know old people this is the thing is like you feel uh, the older you are you feel less relevant in life. Uh, you're not attractive. People don't want you as much. This is something that everybody has to accept as they get older. It's, 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 a, it's a fact of life. Even if you look good, uh, just simply your age can sometimes be a factor. You know, uh, there, there are things uh, that uh, there's a lot of stuff that people deal with as they get older, men and women. So be careful, guys. Be nice. I mean, really, I'm serious. Even if you're angry, you deal with it. Be careful. Uh, when you're a woman, okay, women's beauty is obviously a very powerful thing. We can see that in this article. Um, and a woman to lose her beauty, to, to, to lose it, it's, it's kind of women's, one of their biggest fears. You know, it's a very painful thing. It is a painful thing. And if you have any women that you care about, you're going to know that it ain't any fun to watch someone go through this if they're nice. You know what I mean? Not everybody's mean. Not everybody uh, will abduct your child. Not everybody will file false allegations. Not everybody is dishonest, right? Some people are nice. Some people are kind. And, you know, you got to be careful. You really got to, you got to be able to be, to be, uh, I guess, to be relevant, to be, you, you have to overcome your both anger at things that people do to you. And you have to have a balanced view on things. And I'll tell you something, you know what? There's my argument for being balanced is that you, when you're balanced, when you really see life really fairly and you call out bad behavior and you do it in a very balanced way, it is like a fucking knife. Here's the here's the, the, the cookie. Here's the fucking here's the sweetness for you guys. You guys don't realize this, but if you want to be if you want to have an impact, you got to be fair. And if you're fair and if you see things accurately then when you call somebody out, you really call them out because no one can say that you were not fair and everybody knows and the person themselves, especially, they know they're scum. They know it because they know, and, and because they know that you correctly identified the scummy behavior and why it's scummy, why it's dishonest, why it's abusive, why it's abusive to a child, why it's abusive to uh, a person, right? And you need to you need to be fair in order to be able to wield that knife. And that knife, that knife is the knife of every investigative journalist that changes society, changes things because you are calling out things and you're not leaving anything on the table. You're correctly dissecting and you're pinpointing. You're pinpointing this. So that's why in that spirit, if you want to be relevant, guys, you have to be able to do this. So do not gloat when women 
when women get older and lose their sexuality because it's just not nice. It, it's not it's not a it's not a good look. It's not nice, and it's not to the people in the world. And not everybody is me, right? You know what I mean. So you got to know this. So don't 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 do this because you're reacting to something that's real, but you are giving up. You're giving up the right to complain about or to, to discuss what's what's real because of this imbalance. So for God's sake, guys, for your own sake, I want you to really take this seriously, okay? Some people are good, right? And let's let's nail the bad behavior like a sniper. Let's nail it and let's nail it honestly and let's nail it balanced. And that is the powerful. That is what changes the world. That is what changes the world. Okay? So let's go on to the next thing. Uh, so, uh, you know, but but at the same time as we, the, the, the knife is the truth, right? So this woman is, is Pastor Prime, right? Obviously. And that's why the guy called the cops. I mean, let's fucking face it. If she was 22 and hot, this guy would not have called the cops. I mean, you know that. Everybody knows that. And even her, she's right on that borderline. I mean, for some guys, they'd say she's way over the borderline. And that's because she's been abusing drugs. But uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Let's go to the next thing here. Okay. So she was hostile and she requested for officers to leave her alone. That's this article. I'm going to go to another article about her. Uh, She was not so, uh, yeah, she was more aggressive than that. Uh, she's pictured, they, they tried to coax her out of the pool, just like I said in the picture. Eventually, she exited the pool and then struggled with officers as they sought to handcuff her. But she was charged with trespassing and resisting, resisting arrest without violence. So she wasn't charged for nudity or any of that kind of stuff. That's interesting. She was just charged with trespassing and resisting without violence. But was it without violence? I will tell you that if you struggle and you're a man, you you are always charged with, I mean, every time I've heard, you're charged with uh, uh, assault on a police officer. And assault on a police officer in America, if you can believe it, is moving your hands within, uh, this is what I believe, I've read, is 18 inches of his of his, his body. So just moving your hands, like just any kind of like, if you're just moving your hands, like, you know, like in those old movies where they would say, you know, uh, I ought to, you know, there was that old comedy, I forgot what it's called, The Newlyweds. Was it The new, no, the Honeymooners? The Honeymooners. You know, the guy did that. That, that would be assault. Uh, but, but she wasn't charged with assault. She was charged specifically with resisting without violence, even though she struggled with officers. That is amazing. That, to me... And they didn't even mention the fact that she was naked. Yeah. I mean, trespassing. It's very interesting. You got to look at these things. What was she charged with? Uh, And she was also, here was her defense. She was convicted earlier of a felony of narcotics possession. And she was arrested following a traffic stop with morphine, pills, marijuana, crack, and meth pipes. So she's kind of got the full, all the vitamins there. M, M, C, and M, right? She's got them all, right? Vitamin M. and uh, But she denied ownership. 
claiming they were owned, they were property of a male by the name of Crackhead Chris. Okay, so they weren't hers, right? That pretty common for pretty common for uh, people being arrested. So won't go into that too much. Here's another look at how men are treated when they're naked in public. Uh, you know, this is not, this is another man. Uh, but, you know, you can see, like, I don't know how comfortable the concrete is there. I'm not sure how hot it is that day. But anyway, that's the way he was treated. And you saw the way she was treated. She was coaxed and she was resisting arrest. But they didn't uh, do anything, right? You know, they didn't even charge her. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, now this is the sad one here. And I want to, uh, this is uh, worth, very valuable I want to talk about. After cop tasers man, naked man falls to death. Okay, here's another naked man, naked person. Uh, this is in Brooklyn. Uh, a naked man, here he is right here. He's totally naked. He's obviously in public. And a naked man was standing on a fire escape. Okay, so what was he doing wrong? He was naked and standing on a fire escape, and he and he lived there. Uh, fell to his death after a police officer stunned him with a taser. So the woman in the pool was not, there was no tasers. Taser basically means man these days. Men, when you talk about guns and tasers, you're usually talking about men. Uh, okay, uh, I guess it was wielding, he was wielding a fluorescent light bulb or light bulbs. I don't know how you could do more than one. Let's see. Can you see his hands? Uh, I see one. I don't see. Maybe he's got two, two light bulbs. Anyway, he's got two light bulbs in his hand and they are the type, you know, those long ones, the fluorescent light bulbs there. I mean, those, I mean, I guess you could call them weapons. They're very lightweight. I mean, if you, obviously, if you broke it and shoved it in someone's eye, as kids, we used to throw them on the ground. And by the way, if you ever have a fluorescent light bulb. There's, if you throw it at the ground like a spear, very, very hard in the dark, it makes a great, it makes a killer green uh, cloud. You can try to do it. We used to do it. It was awesome. <laughs> Plus, it looks really cool because it disappears into the ground. It's fucking cool. I think I should try to do this with a uh, slow motion video. Uh, we used to do that all the time. Whenever we found a, a fluorescent light, we'd find some place where we could break it on the concrete when we were kids. But you got to throw the fucking thing hard. If you don't throw it really fucking hard, you won't make that green puff, right? It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty fucking cool. Anyway, he's got two fluorescent light bulbs. I mean, these are not... I mean, the, the cops, they always call things certain words weapons. I don't know. I mean, the guy's not swinging them at anybody. He's not swinging them at the cops. He's just standing up on a fire escape, and he has fluorescent light bulbs in his hand. And what is he saying? Uh, he's yelling, okay, uh, he's waving the light bulbs. Uh, he was screaming, you're going to kill me, and I'm going to take every, <laughs> I'm going to take everyone with me. You're going to, I'm going to die, and you're going to die with me. Okay, yeah, that's a threat, definitely, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, as a police officer, you know, you're dealing with various people, right? You got to look at this situation. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's odd. I'll just say that. Okay. He ignored the police officer and one officer fired his stun gun. Okay. Fair enough. One stun gun. Uh, and 
A witness saw Morales freeze and fall on his head in the sidewalk. It was a dead man's fall. Okay, now this is when the article gets very, very serious. Uh, stun gun, yeah. Stun gun, very fair. Uh, but, I mean, they didn't have any plan for this guy. I mean, the guy is obviously having trouble, right? You know, we don't know if he's mental. We find out he's mentally ill, right? That's was pretty obvious from the beginning. But And he could have been on drugs too, right? But he was mentally ill. So... This guy was mentally ill. He's standing up on a uh, fire escape, and he was stunned. Uh, again, the woman was not stun gunned. I mean, I would say which one is more dangerous in a pool uh, or up on a fire escape? I don't know because I don't know what happens with water. But definitely, if a guy's standing there, he's very vulnerable. So yeah, no, you know, I say a stun gun is fair because. You do want to do something with this guy. You got to do something, right? But, I mean, you got to have a plan for this guy falling, right? Be ready to catch the guy, you know, with something, right? Either it's a blanket or, you know, a mattress or something, you know. So that part there is insane, right? You're basically, yeah, it's totally insane, that part. You don't have any plan for the guy falling. I mean, of course he's going to fall. Uh, it was a dead man's fall and, you know, he, you know, head first, right? So he didn't even fall, and there's a disgusting... You can see the gallery of images. I don't want to look at it. I'm not, I'm, you know, let's not get into that. Um, he was taken to the hospital where he died. His mother called 911, finding him out of control. Uh, she stopped. He stopped taking his medication. Um, he was on the fire escape, and he was, he was trying to get in. He was actually... The, the man was actually trying to get in. He wasn't... He had he was he was mentally ill and he had gone out of his window and then he wanted to get back in the house, but he went to the wrong window and nobody let him in. So this guy is a sad case, a very very sad case because he wasn't. Yeah, this guy wasn't really violent, and you know he was having trouble. Right, and his mother uh, was yelling, uh, "No, no, no! Don't hurt him. He's sick." Right. And, um, yeah, this is the way men are treated. This is, uh, you know, it's just like crazy. It's The difference is really shocking, really, uh, the way men and women are treated. Uh, and, and this is why the men's room, this is, this is, this is why the men's room rights movement has power. And like I said, you need to be fair with women about the wall because you're going to hit the wall at some level too, right? We all have the wall, okay? Everybody gets old and irrelevant eventually. Um, but the thing is, 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 is that not only is the men's rights movement being incorrectly portrayed, like I warned you against doing to others, but it's like downright dishonest. I mean, this is like, this is murder. We're talking murder here. Uh, at some point, this is murder. I mean, I just, and, and, and here's what gets me. Here's what gets me is the next part. My first take is there are no experts out there on how to handle a crazy naked man with a weapon on top of a ledge. And I'm also sure this wasn't the right way. So the city councilman, Peter Vallone, this is his take. Now, I would totally disagree with this. This is such a dishonest take. Essentially, this guy was murdered and the other guy too. 15 times, and he was murdered. And now two guys were murdered, 
And there is this kind of, after the murder, okay, not only are they treated totally differently, and you can imagine the times that people survive these attempted murders and the mental distress they have and the anger they have. You know, people are like, why are guys angry? It's like, well, because this is going on. This is this is very common. I mean, if you prisons are just full of men. You know what I mean? It's like, look at the numbers out there. It's just men. And and they want and, and there's this idea of privilege. I, I just it's totally insane. There, there, these are two very uh the, the the facts are that prisons are full of men. The facts are this guy died. The facts are the other guy died. The facts are that the guy was tased 15 times on the way home from a music festival. And there was people on his back. He couldn't breathe and they're laughing about it. And they're laughing about him not breathing. This is really a worse case than George Floyd even. Because this is, they they, they knew he wasn't breathing. And they're saying he's holding his breath, right? So, I mean, these are not, these are not theories. These are not, you know, these are, these are real stories that made it to the news. A lot of stuff doesn't even make it to the news uh, because of these same biases that we have. Um, but then after the death, okay, let's call it a death. I think it's a murder. But after the death, the excuse is, is, is that there are no experts on how to handle a crazy naked man with a weapon. It wasn't a weapon. It was, it was, it was fluorescent light bulbs. You know, that... So this is a very dishonest statement. People should write letters about this Peter Valone guy because this is bullshit. This is total bullshit. I mean, I I know that there are some legal definitions that call anything a weapon. You could, you know, call probably call a marshmallow weapon at some at some level, but that that's not a weapon by anybody else's standards. And especially after a man dies, you got to be careful. Okay, that's what I'll say is. Things can be called weapons, like marshmallows and, and, and cotton balls, can be called weapons uh, by strict definitions. But you have to look at the circumstances. After an mentally ill man dies, and, and, and essentially is being murdered, who who really hasn't done anything? You got to be careful with your language. I mean, like, there's time to think about stuff now. This isn't this isn't in the heat of the moment. This is a city councilman afterwards, and. To, to portray that those those light bulbs as weapons, I I I I think that's way over the line, way way, that's dishonest to the fucking core. These are not weapons. He knows they're not weapons. They're fucking light bulbs. The man was de- died. The man was mentally ill. The man was trying to get into the house. The mother was yelling. He's sick. His mother was there. He lived there. This was his building. And he died a terrible death. I mean, come on, man. This is, and, and a crazy naked man. The word crazy, I mean, this is, this is the way men are portrayed even after death. Even after. This is a man, this is a privileged man. <laughs> this is a privileged man who's mentally ill, who's killed in his own building, like on his own building, outside his own his house where he grew up everybody in the neighborhood knew him i mean i lived in I, I was in brooklyn with chime i'm telling you these neighborhoods are tight i mean they are fucking tight when i went to the sandwich shop and i was talking to the guy I said how long have you guys been here he goes oh we've been here for you know 30 years 
And I said, I'm new. He goes, I know. I go, I go, what do you mean? He goes, you know, I, I, I know this neighborhood and I see you walking around. You know, I see you walking around all the time. You know, I know you're new. So welcome to the neighborhood. And I was like, whoa, these neighborhoods in Brooklyn are very tight. I'm telling you right now. I was there for six months. They are very, very, very tight. They know who lives there. And especially someone who's mentally ill who grew up there. I will tell you with absolute assurance from my experience that everybody in the neighborhood knew that guy and that this wasn't the first time. He was mentally ill. This guy does stuff, unpredictable stuff. Maybe he didn't, we, we, you know, maybe he didn't have light bulbs on the on the uh, on this on the on the fire escape, but he had done stuff before, and everybody knew who he was. In fact, the guy who was he was knocking on the window. I would say I'm not letting a naked man in my apartment. That's dishonest because he knew who he was. It wasn't a naked man. A naked man is someone you don't know. This is the guy upstairs who's mentally ill and you know he is. I mean, okay, you're not going to let him in. You know, like you maybe use his name, right? Use his name. I'm not going to let Ben in because he did this last time or something, right? He's trying to get out of his own. This is what, this is rats from a sinking ship here, right? And I want to fucking tell the rats that fuck you, you're caught red-handed. This man was murdered and everybody knows it. And it was outrageous. And this guy is being called privileged. Because when you add up all these incidences, that's what's privileged. There's a lot of insight. I looked on the news. I mean, there is no shortage of articles like this. Then that's the thing. There's like, I could have chose from hundreds. I chose, the reason why I chose this one is it didn't have an autoplay video. So I was trying to record this. But whenever I did it with an autoplay, it would interrupt my voice. I mean, like, really, there's a lot of articles like this. Tons. Stories all over the place. This man was not a crazy, we don't even use that word anymore. And this is a city councilman. I mean, what he's doing is protecting the police and protecting the, uh, I don't know what he's protecting. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. This guy should be voted out of office. And this is total madness. But here's the way men are treated. Like, not only... Are they not treated with kindness, right? I mean, they're not... Remember that first picture of the guy looking the other way and that 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 respect he was giving her? This is a woman who's on meth, coke, pot, uh, pills. I mean, this is a woman who's naked. This is a woman who's trespassing. Uh, I don't know if she's breaking and entering. I don't know if that... I, they didn't charge her with that, but I don't know. She hadn't resisted arrest yet. But she was kind of, I mean, obviously they're trying to coax her out. So she was resisting something, right? So I just don't, I mean, this is the situation men are in today. And then afterwards, no one takes responsibility. And no one just calls it like it is. This is the way men are treated. If this was a naked woman, I'm telling you right now, there's no way it would be the same. There's just no way. And keep in mind that that first guy, who was tased 15 times, was only 24 years old. And I'll tell you something, that society gives a break to younger people, right? This guy was 35. Okay, this guy was 35. And, and, and you know, also he was young. You know, the, the older you get, I'm telling you, the less breaks you get. That's the way it is. That I'm, It's not fair, but if you, as you get older, you're going to have to know this. And that's why my, my, my mentor, Don, told me one thing. And then this was very heavy for me. I met Don when I was 26, 
And uh, I used to uh, uh, like grow my, uh, what do you call it? Stubble, right? I had like stubble because uh, at that time on GQ and all these magazines, you know, like, uh, and, and I think I look good in stubble. Okay. That's just, I think I look better in stubble. So I look cool. Like, you know, like some people look good with certain ways, right? The stubble rough look looks good on me, right? So I don't like a beard, but just kind of a little stubble there, you know. So anyway, I used to grow stubble, let it grow, right? And my mentor, Don, said, you know, he said, you know, you can grow that stubble now. He said, but when you're 30, shave it off. He said, because society doesn't, uh, when you're uh, like in your 20s and you have a little stubble in your teens, that's fine. As long as you look young, that's fine. He said, but the minute that you start looking a little bit older than like, I don't know, like early 20s. Like I looked young. So he's like, you know, when you start looking older, he's, you got to shave. He says, because then you become slovenly, right? So I thought that was interesting. And that's that's the way society does it with men and women. So anyway, uh, let's go on to the next one here. I mean, there's just, like I said, there's just endless examples of men uh, being killed by the police, uh, being treated totally differently than that woman. Uh, new video, uh, this is a new article, or fairly new, April 2nd. Uh, new video, police beating a man come to life. Uh, beating local mentally ill man. Again, local mentally ill man, that, that means everybody knew him. Everybody knew him. Um, there he is, same situation. Guy's on his back. Guy's got him in a headlock. Uh, two, let's see, it looks like one other, one or two other officers, maybe one, is there. No, I think there might be three officers. No. At least two, at least two officers. Hard to tell with that third one in the middle. Uh, but uh, they are pinning him to the ground. Again, uh, asphalt in the daytime. Who knows how hot it is. The guy's naked. Uh, let's go here. And again, this is the difference between the way men and women are treated. You know, you know, when you guys, there's a lot of guys who use the word pussy pass and stuff like how women get off. I think it's not, it's not good. Those euphemisms are just another version of laughing at things. I don't think this is something to laugh at. I think it's at the same time as I don't want to be overly serious, and I don't mind if you guys laugh. I mean, I understand. You know, I was kind of laughing when I looked at the woman one. Uh, there, there, there's okay. It's okay to laugh, but I think there is a limit. And uh, when you look at these guy articles, that's where the limit is. When you start looking at the guy articles, if you just look at the woman ones. You kind of laugh about it. You don't really think about what happens to guys in that same circumstance. But uh, this is what happens to guys. Uh, right there. That's it right there. That's what happens to guys. In public, uh, two, three guys on his back, headlock, uh, you know, violence, tasers, uh, guns, and murder. That's 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 what happens in, in jail. Uh, that's what happens to guys. Uh, while women often get off, especially if they're young enough. If they look... Basically, if they look hot enough, that's that's the truth. If they look hot, they get off. And if they're ugly or older, they have a, a more harder time. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just telling you the facts of the numbers. Women don't get arrested when they're hot and young for nudity. And I tell you this, I had a lot of, I will tell you, you guys know, and, the, and this is, I'm not saying this, this is, hey, look, you guys, you got to get over it. I, I, I'm passing on knowledge, okay? And when I talk about fucking a lot of women and like what I learned from that, I'm passing on knowledge. The only reason why I mention it, I want to tell you that I fucked a lot of girls in public. Okay, the reason why was because in Japan, one, it was accepted. It was socially acceptable. And number two, 
uh, Japan was very common. Uh, you, and the reason why it was socially acceptable in Japan, okay, let's get fair about it, is because there's not a lot of uh, uh, places where you can be alone. Now, I will say that Japan is changing and it's less, it's much less socially acceptable today in 2021 than it was in 1990. Uh, when I got to Japan, it was very acceptable. And what would happen if people were having sex in public or, uh, you know, I saw all kinds of stuff. I saw a girl give a guy to a blowjob uh, on a park bench in full view of people. And his it was obviously his girlfriend. And like we were watching, like I was just walking by and I couldn't believe it because I was new in Japan. That was one of my first months in Japan. And it was like in Shinjuku in a park. And it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't a prostitute. It was just like his girlfriend. And they, he was going home and they were right there at the last train. And she's like, and he's, you know, basically she's giving him a blowjob <laughs> before he gets on the train, right? They're going to get on the train and they're going to have time. And they, they were younger. They, they looked like they were maybe in high school or whatever, college. And uh, so they just didn't have the money and they didn't have the time. And she's just going to finish the job right there. And basically we all kind of ignored it and walked by, you know, but I was like, still, I was amazed, you know, I was, I was amazed uh, by that. But anyway, with sex in public, I had sex with a lot of girls in public. And the very reason that this girl gave the guy a blowjob is there just isn't much privacy in Japan. It was socially acceptable. Uh, Japanese even thought it was hot. And a lot of people would, would watch, you know, there was like a lot of voyeurs who actually, that's what they did. They went to spots uh, where people had sex in parks and they would watch. Uh, they would watch from the from the um, bushes. I had a problem with a guy because I used to take girls to this one particular spot, which I will tell you is a great spot, by the way. If you're in Tokyo and uh, you want a great spot, you want, I, I want to say the best spot I know in the world to have sex is is, is in a park in Japan. And it's uh, there's a... Um, there's a there's a bridge called the Rainbow Bridge, and there's a place called Odaiba. You can look at look uh, search for Odaiba, and then uh, get on on Google Images get some pictures. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's it's like so beautiful. It's like uh, uh, the bridge and the and the night view there is just amazing. It's nice at daytime too, but at night it's just so gorgeous. It's not quite as pretty as like uh, maybe. Star Ferry and Hong Kong, but it, it's pretty beautiful. Anyway, so you go there. If you're uh, driving, you can just park anywhere. But if you're taking the train, just get off at Odaiba and then get off at the mall and you can walk out to the beach. And if you look at the beach there on the right, okay, the beach, go along the right, go to the very right of the beach, uh, kind of facing Tokyo. And you'll see that there's another beach kind of facing Tokyo. So keep going that direction or sorry, uh, pointing towards Tokyo, go that walk that way. And there's an island out there. It's connected. It's it's like a peninsula, but you can see it's like an island. And that's where they did the final defense of Tokyo in World War II. So it's quite interesting. You can find old guns there and, and, and our turrets and stuff. It's really a, a cool place to go anyway. But that island, no one goes out there at night. But it's absolutely gorgeous. You should really, if you're going to do this, you got to go at daytime and kind of get your footing and see where you're going so you can see where to walk, you know, where it's safe. And then you want to walk out to the other side of the island where you're you're facing you're on the Rainbow Bridge side, and it's like uh, the Imperial Palace. It's like a it's like a rock, a stone stone wall down to the water. And if you stand there, no one can see you. No one can see you, and you can see the whole city. And like there's boats below. And at night, it's just fucking best place. So erotic, I'm telling you, it is the best place. It's the most romantic. Every it's 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 one of these places. It's outdoors. 
but it's a panty dropper. Like literally, the minute you bring a girl there, she'll like look at you and like. It, it, and I've I've had sex with many girls from many many nationalities in that place, and I'll tell you, especially like white girls, they will fucking grab their, <laughs> this girl. I took her there. She she grabbed her uh, what do you call it? Like a strap of her dress, and she looked at me and she she pulls it and she she drops it and she goes, "Oops," because <laughs> it was like the perfect place. Because it's like you're totally in public. It's absolutely stunning, but no one can see you. And it's super sexy. It's and, and, and women feel safe there because yeah, you can see like there's a tree and it's like it's very it's just perfect, right? It's hot as fuck. It's hot as fuck. And you can do it day and night. You can just bring people there and no one can see you. And no one cares. No one cares. Especially at night, it's totally fine. You could do it in the day too, but in the day it's probably more sketchy. But anyway, so sex in the daytime. I had a lot of sex in public uh, in my life. And, um, and I'll tell you something, that the prettier the girl is, the more people accept it. It's just a fact. I, 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 I will tell you that statistically it's a fact. Whenever I had a really hot girl, like not only if I was fucking her in public, whenever someone found us, they would watch if she was hot. Like they would gather around. Women would gather around. And men too, but often women. Women women are fascinated by this kind of stuff. Like I'm sitting there just, and the girl's like super hot and she's like swinging her hair. And when we're just, we're having like animal sex, long, slow, sweaty, animal sex. And she's totally into it. Totally, totally, totally into it. And we are lost in the moment. And And I will tell you that if the girl's pretty like, not only will they not call the cops, I mean, no one ever called the cops on me, but not only will they not uh, be upset or anything, but they will be you know, obviously turned on, right? Uh, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing. That's that's why this whole thing happens. It's not, there's no such thing as the pussy pass, you guys. The reason why is because guys are turned on. They're just turned on and that confuses them, right? You know what I mean? It's not like people are doing this on purpose. They actually they see the hot girl and somehow it hits a part of their brain, I guess, you know, where they're like, I guess that's okay. You know, you know, I said before, like a very, very hot woman, like a, like a very hot woman. She could literally at the orchestra, she could like slowly strip and no one's really going to do anything. You know what I mean? Like if she's really, really, truly hot. I mean, of course they're going to like, they might get her to put her clothes on, but it, that's it. Even in, even in a place where it's really socially acceptable. And it's because it's because of our sexual, um, what do you call it? Our, the way we are. It's the way we are. Men and women are turned on by women, right? So women get that pass. It's limited in time. But uh, anyway, men don't get that. That's the thing. Men don't get that. So here's what happens to men. You know, uh, tased beating uh let's see here let's see here uh he was standing naked uh uh now that there's new videos at first they denied it again after the guy after it's all over it's the denial that really gets me it's the denial and the the endless accusations crazy naked man i mean you don't say that about mentally ill people we know that and this guy's murdered basically and then it's just and he's sitting it's just crazy man it's crazy, uh, but this is this is why the men's rights movement exists because we are treated differently, and that's not fair. And 
in today's society that has to be acknowledged. And I'm not talking about a small difference. I'm talking about the difference between respect and murder. Okay? That's why there is a movement. Respect and murder. Respect and murder. That's why there's a movement. is because of respect and murder. That's the comparison. And that's how guys are treated. And for you girls listening to this, you got to know this is what we, what guys face. This is our lives. This is our lives. This is what we face in life, you know? And it's just not it's just not cool. And people are now saying like this has to be addressed. I don't know how it's going to be addressed. I don't know what the I don't know what the, the the solution is. I mean, I will say that a lot of people most people that make videos about this will say the same thing. They'll say women need to be in jail, they need to be you know, like beaten and tased and they need to have the same thing happen to them. I think that's lame. I I, I don't think so. Uh, I think personally, and I really truly believe this, is that people make mistakes in life. And I think that people deserve a second chance. I think the U.S. criminal justice system is not on the right track. Uh, You're 36 times more likely to be in jail in America than you are in Japan obviously for the same crime. Uh, I think it's out of control. I think that it's mostly men. And I think that there are other solutions. And I totally distance myself. Okay, and I don't, if you're watching this, do not comment with those set of arguments that happened a million times. Okay, that is not going anywhere. The kind of like tough on police and this. No, you got to get into the details. Solving these problems if they could have been solved with the arguments that are going on today, they would have been solved. But they're not solved. But I'll tell you from a guy, from a guy who lived most of his life, I lived 30 years in Asia, and Asian police, uh, it's changing, but they have been very forgiving in the past of people. And there are a lot of young men today who are very successful, singers, uh, you know, everything, politicians, who made mistakes in their life in Asia. And they were forgiven. And I've seen this over and over. And, you know, because I go to, I, I, I help people. I help people. Uh, I go to jails. I speak. You know, I, I speak at hospitals. Uh, I help guys uh, all over the world uh, get over, like, addiction and drinking. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a position where I see this more than you guys do. Most people. That's why I know what happens to men more than you. And it's not just, to me, it's not just a news article. At the same time, it's not me. This has never happened to me. So I want to say that. But so uh, in other words, it's not sour grapes. That's a key thing. I don't have any sour grapes. This never happened to me. Uh, But I have seen it. And as a person that cares about people, I am saying this is real. It's very real and it's very unfair. And it's happening all the time. So so, uh, let's go here. He was tased, kicked. Again, he was tased. At least three times, multiple officers. Uh, He's okay. What was the thing I was looking for? Something in this article. Oh, here we go. What we needed more of. Okay, here's okay. Here's the mayor. Here's another guy who is after this incident still cannot face it, and society cannot face it. So I will say from beginning to end. Okay, from the way. People are treated when they're first being arrested or when they're first being charged down to the, tri- the, the charges they get and then down to uh, death 
or uh, injury, and then down to after death, post mortem. Okay, I I have I'm taking objection. I'm objecting to all these things. Okay, so here we are. This is a post death thing. So we're talking the most serious part of human life existence, right? The guy in 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 post arrest in, in post tasing post beatings. I mean, you know, we're talking very serious stuff. These, this guy didn't die, but we're talking like, you know, he was struck in the head. He was, he was pepper sprayed, knocked on the asphalt, punched him in the face. I mean, we're talking, he's mentally ill. I mean, we're talking serious shit here, man. Serious shit. And none of this should have happened. Okay. And now, and this is why I take particular exception to this one. Because one, this is the mayor. And two, this is afterwards. It's not in the heat of the moment. It's not, we all make mistakes. We all make, you know, like we say things out of anger. You know, we, you know, we do things in the moment. But this is a guy who spends his life, he's a politician. He spent his life towing the line. He knows what the line is. He's careful. And... Here's what he says. Uh, Our police officers may not have enough training to handle situations like what happened. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to end on this. Okay, is it true that is it even true? Is he lying? I would say he's lying. Because okay, police officers get a lot of training. And the proof I have that he's lying is that police officers know how to handle women. So how is it possible that they don't have enough training? So they have enough training to handle a woman on meth, coke, pot, and heroin who's naked and trespassing and resisting arrest. They they have enough training for that. But they don't have enough training for a mentally ill guy holding a light bulb. And in in this case here, you know, it's not true. It's a way to, it's a way to deflect. It's a way to, uh, it's a way to not change. It's a way to protect. It's a way to conceal. And so what I say here is that, is that, uh, I just want to say, yeah, that, that that men and women are being treated differently from the moment they encounter law enforcement to after their postmortem to after after their death. Men are treated differently, A to Z. And I think that uh, what I would like to see is a balanced view, because what we get, we get a lot of racial stuff. But I will tell you, none of these guys, I cho- these articles that popped up, actually, none of them were black. These were all, these were all white guys, basically, Hispanic white guys. And I think that it's important, okay? The real travesty here is what's happening to men. It's what's happening to men. And... Men need to realize that. Men need to come together and realize. And, 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 
and fight for our rights. I mean, we need to realize, first we need to realize, and then we need to work together. Because this is, this is, this is totally outrageous. We're being, we're being split up by race while men are being murdered. And women are not. And that's that's the, the key thing. And again, again, I, I, uh, I want to say again, is that I don't like this. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not pro. Unlike many, many people, actually, most people that talk about this, they don't have the view I have. One, the A to Z. No one talks about that. Men are treated differently from the moment they encounter police until after they are murdered, right? And basically at their funeral, their final you know, the final resting. They're, they're treated differently after, from the beginning to the end. And they're put into prison. They're traumatized. And and they're disrespected. They're joked about. Um, and uh, even after they bring these things to people's attention. I mean, if this is, if murder is not serious, I don't know what is wrong with you. You know, like it, they are called privileged. Now, I'm not saying that they 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 will everybody is going to backtrack just like this this uh this uh Orzoko mayor, right? You know, they all backtrack and after it's all done, they're like you know, like we don't know and we and they whitewash. They 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 just cover it up. Uh, you can't cover it up anymore, guys. The movement is here. The men's movement. And I want to really say and I want to say this very clear, is that my version of the men's movement is not the same as every other guy's out there. I really believe in presenting things fairly. I think it's very, in order to have an impact, I believe that we need, I, I would say, well, it's my nature anyway to present things accurately. But I think when we really, when I really want to make a change in the world, I want to say that things need to be fair. You need to be fair. You need to look at things fair. You can't fair top to bottom. So be careful of the things you say about women. It's very important. That otherwise, your voice will never be heard because you're, 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 you're destroying your chances. You're destroying your chances of being heard. I know it sounds unfair. It is unfair. It is unfair. People should be able to see through it. When people are traumatized, they get very angry and they make mistakes. And that is not an excuse. That is not an excuse for ignoring murder and things like that. But I will say that men, you need to rise to the challenge. And the challenge is, despite the fact that we are being murdered and called privileged, we cannot give in to that. Uh, give in to even being unfair in our, ver our our words. And I want anybody who follows my concepts, my my let's just say my my the the, the group I have, the, the the movement that this is, you know, the people that believe I, I don't know how to word this, but the people that believe that the, the, the way that I present things and the way that I think about things and the way that 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 chumming of the waters. Because it started with me saying the videos and then it, and then I found you, right? I found some other guys. I didn't change you. I didn't make you this way. You guys were this way. 
you guys were the guys of all the men in the men's movement. You were the guys who were like, we got to be more fair. That, that's really the heart of Rona Man, is that I want to present things in a fair way because I know that we sabotage our opportunity here to change the world. When we, are, when, we, when we go, when we make mistakes, right? So we have to be in control of ourselves, totally in control of ourselves. While we're dealing with essentially a very unfair, almost an even, I would say when it gets down to the way these officers and the way things really happen to men, to evil, I, I will use that word. The way men's uh, children are being taken away and men are being murdered in, in the same situation where women are just being treated like angels, this is evil. They're, they're, at the bottom line, for the man who has his child abducted and for the man who dies when it, with police officers on his back, for the same infraction that a woman would have been handed her clothes, for these guys, th that's what the word evil was invented for. You know, it's a force, right? But we can defeat this. And, and, and the way that you defeat evil, okay, is you have to be very careful. Because evil and movements that are in people that are covering up, people that are lying, people that are hiding their motives, right? People that are hiding their mistakes, people that are hiding their bias, people that are hiding their lies, they react badly to the truth. In fact, their whole goal is to make sure the truth is never comes out. So you got to know, guys, that we're up against something here. And the only way that you can really win the long battle, the real battle, is by having this balanced attitude. So I urge you, I urge you in the comment section and in your own, most importantly, in your own mind, to bring in a fairness, even if you're not being treated fairly. And, 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 and as high a calling as I'm talking about here in this end, you can do it and we can change the world. I'm serious. It's already happening. It's already happening. There it is. There's the gauntlet. There's the challenge. I ask you, are you up for it? Thanks for listening.